kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Hey, listeners, thanks for finding this episode. We believe in the power of conversations and knowing that kids like you are ready to talk about the big things going on in their world. If you like this episode, please consider liking or reviewing the show through whatever app you're using to listen right now. That helps others discover this podcast, and that helps make sure this show is reaching the ears that need to hear it most. Thanks. What does a good night's sleep feel like? So from my perspective as an adult, which I think is a bit different from a children, a good night's sleep feels like you wake up with a clear head, full of energy and positive. Uh, It's encapsulated in this wonderful quote by E. Joseph Kosman, which is the best bridge between despair and hope is a good night's sleep. That's what I think, that you can just flip all the bad things that happened to you yesterday onto their heads and you feel great about it today. (laughs) You feel like you can cope with anything. For children, I think a good night's sleep manifests in bubbliness, they're sort of energetic, chatty, enthusiastic, curious, generally just kind of positive and, and happy in themselves. That's what I think it looks like. It feels like. Welcome to A Kid's Book About, the podcast. Matthew here. We are off this week, and so I thought I'd invite a friend into this space to offer up something a little different. Hi, my name is Abby Offer, and I am a mom of two teenage children and a wife, and I have a lovely dog called Sunny, who's sitting outside the booth right now and hopefully won't interrupt us. And I am also the host of a brilliant podcast for children called Coco Sleep, where we have original bedtime stories and meditations for children. I am a big, big fan of Coco Sleep, and I absolutely cannot wait to share one of their episodes with you. But I also know that it will put you to sleep. That's actually the whole point of their episodes, to help relax your body and mind into sleep. But before that, Abby has some wonderful wisdom to share with you around sleep and what we can all do, grown-ups too, to help prepare our bodies to get a good night's rest. Okay, so preparation is key. I think in the past we maybe just thought we could kind of work or play right up to bedtime and then just fall asleep and, you know, wonder why it doesn't work. So I think a few important steps need to be gone through. And I think Initially, actually, the most important thing is that you put a marker in the day as a threshold between day and night. And for me, that marker is tea time. So tea time, after tea, 
that's when we all start to quieten down. You bathe, you read, you do a puzzle, coloring, whatever it is, but there's no screens. I do think that's really important these days that you just put a kind of line in the sand about when the screens go off. And I think then it's about kind of changing your clothes, getting into something comfy, close the curtains. I know that sounds obvious, but even my daughter forgets to close her curtains. So close the curtains, lower your lights in your bedroom, turn off the main light if possible, do your bathroom business and then read in bed or listen to a bedtime story or listen to a guided meditation. You know, all those are are on cocoa sleep, but it's all about just sort of creating that calmer energy that helps you to go within yourself rather than being that kind of extrovert state, you know, that we're in throughout the day. Do you have a bedtime ritual or routine? Something or a few somethings that you do each and every night before going to bed? That's something Abby emphasized in our conversation. Yeah, and the routine does matter. It does help. I think, you know, just doing a few things that give you the signal that this is now downtime and and that's fine. And your body, you, you kind of just learn after a while or your body learns to respond to it. It's like you don't have to talk yourself into bed. You just have to kind of start doing the things that equal going to sleep and your body will get the hint, I think. I'm about to have Abby introduce the episode of Coco Sleep they've chosen to share with you. But first, I thought it would be nice for you to learn a little more about Coco Sleep itself. Coco Sleep is a team effort and we aim to provide a really safe choice of good quality, highly imaginative stories. And they all last about 40 minutes and they kind of induce sleep through suggestion because we have kind of characters that yawn a lot or stretch a lot or talk about sleep quite a lot. So there is the suggestion of sleep. But then also I read in a style that no matter what the action, it will always kind of ratchet down throughout the story. So it becomes a bit more hypnotic to listen to and it becomes a bit more kind of quieter and calmer and and hopefully therefore becomes easier to just if you do fall asleep that's it you're not going to be jolted awake you know suddenly it it all just is on this lovely continuum that kind of goes right to um to calm and, and quiet at the end but I think besides the the style um of the read the content is something that we take really seriously And our writers work really hard to incorporate suggestions from our listeners, of which we do get lots of lovely, lovely suggestions for characters or names or themes or plots. But regardless of that, we make it really kind of key to talk about something within the story that actually is going to help the child or children listening, possibly with dealing with big a big feeling, sort of anxiety about going to school or 
um, friendship or there's always, I won't say a moral to the story, but there is always a theme in there, which we hope will kind of filter through to the children listening about, you know, how to, how to cope or how to just sort of remain happy, how to navigate this thing called life. And I think, I hope it kind of goes in almost subliminally. Um, through the story it isn't patronizing and it isn't kind of like pushy pushy but it's about you know what the characters go through in the story or what they're dealing with and and maybe by modeling that the children listening will, will kind of get some ideas of how they themselves can go about navigating their lives the episode abby and the coco sleep team chose to share with us is called Camo the Chameleon. Abby, would you mind telling us a little bit about the story? Yes, happily, happily, happily. And thank you for giving us this opportunity, actually, to play this for your listeners. Because the name Camo came from a listener in the States, uh, a young listener. And the tale that Gillian has written is light, it's sweet, And it speaks to anyone struggling with their identity. So it's essentially a tale of the importance of accepting and celebrating yourself for all your uniqueness and understanding also that other people love you for who you are, not for who you wish you were, but who you are. They see you and it's about you therefore then going out and just being you being happy to be you, not trying to change, not trying to adapt, not trying to fit in, just go out and be you. And it's told through this character, Camo, who's a comedian who's naturally very, very bright and um, beautiful and dazzling to look at, but he starts to kind of lose his, his shine one day and starts thinking he needs to be a bit more bland, he needs to fit in. And actually, it's his good friend, Coco the Koala, who suggests that he goes out and has a little walk and has a little think. And, uh, well, I'll leave the rest for the listeners to hear. But, yeah, it's it's a beautiful story. And I hope they, they all enjoy it as much as, as we do, or as much as I do when I read it. I just, this one really made my heart sing. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break so that you can ready yourself for bed. That's really the best time to listen to this episode. And whether that means you're settling into the car for a long drive, or whether you need to go brush your teeth and put on your pajamas and prepare for bedtime, let's use this break to get ready. In the meantime, let me briefly share that you can download the Coco Sleep app or listen to Coco Sleep wherever podcasts are found. But all you need to do is stick right here. Because when we return, we will hear the story of Camo the Chameleon from our friends at Coco Sleep. Hey, grown-ups! With over a hundred different titles in our kids' book about series, it may be hard to figure out where to start. Allow me to make a suggestion. There is perhaps no greater feeling, nothing more life-giving or secure than to know you belong. No matter where you are, what you're experiencing, or who you're around, 
Without that feeling of belonging, it's hard to concentrate on anything else. We can help our kids know what it feels like to belong and what it takes to help others feel like they belong around us. When you do belong, you it's very, very evident, right? Because I like to say your heart smiles and your brain is tickled. That's Kevin Carroll, author of A Kid's Book About Belonging. Check out our Kevin Talks About Belonging episode of A Kid's Book About, the podcast. Listen together with the kiddos in your life. And when you're ready, visit akidsco.com for more great books and podcasts made to empower kids. Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. This is such a heartwarming story and it's inspired by listener Kenzie 2341 who wrote in their review, Hello Coco Sleep, I have a story idea. You should write about a chameleon named Camo. He loves hide-and-seek and is really good at it. They go on to explain the plot, but the name Camo is brilliant. It gave Gillian so many ideas. And although this Camo does love hide-and-seek, actually, what he realises one day at a party is that he needs to feel comfortable in his own skin and stop hiding his natural colours by adapting to everyone else's. A special and familiar little ukulele-playing friend, gives him some wonderful advice about how to feel fine in his own skin and let his true colours shine. Finally, Camo discovers how magical it feels to be himself. I'm very excited to read you the story, but first, thank you to Kenzie2341 for inspiring us. So, snuggle down into your bed. And get ready to meet Camo the Chameleon by Gillian Rogerson. Inspired by Kenzie 2341. Camo was a young chameleon who lived with his family in Sleepy Forest. He loved changing the colour of his skin and would sometimes start the morning with just one colour like pink or green but throughout the day he would add more and more colours until he looked like an amazing multicoloured patchwork blanket. Camo loved trying new combinations of colours and would sometimes include stripes, spots and swirls. He could never decide which colour he liked best so he often wore them all at once. His friends loved his bright colours and said Camo was like a beautiful walking rainbow. One day, Camo and his parents were getting ready for a big picnic party in Sleepy Forest. The celebration was held every year, and Camo always enjoyed it. All his friends would be at the party, and there would be fun games to play and delicious food to eat. He'd been looking forward to it for a long time. Camo stood in front of the mirror in his bedroom, and wondered what colour skin would be best for the party. Perhaps a joyful yellow with red and blue spots. 
wore a cheerful stripy pattern of green, purple and pink. Perhaps a bright shimmering gold with silver sparkles. He tried the different looks and turned from side to side in front of the mirror to see how he looked. The patterns all looked perfect for a party and he just couldn't decide which one to wear. His mum came into his room. She had turned herself into a soft shade of yellow and her head, tail and legs were a dark golden brown. Camo said she looked like a beautiful sunflower. He said, I can't decide what to wear. Mum, what made you choose your party colours? His mum said, I thought about the party we're going to and thinking about the fun time we'll have and the lovely friends we'll meet made my skin change all on its own. It's like my skin matched my happy thoughts. It often happens that way for me. Why don't you try it? Close your eyes and imagine the fun you're going to have at the picnic. Camo closed his little eyes. He thought about the picnic. Warmth and happiness flowed through him like a river of joy. He opened his eyes and looked in the mirror. His skin had turned all the colours of the rainbow with a light covering of glimmering gold sparkles. He grinned at his reflection. Camo's mum smiled at her son and said, You look amazing, like a sparkling rainbow. Are you ready to go now? Camo nodded. He couldn't stop smiling as he thought about the party. His dad was waiting at the door for them. His skin was golden brown with flecks of pale yellow. His colours perfectly matched Camo's mum. The chameleon family left their house and headed along the forest path. Camo skipped happily and hummed one of his favourite tunes. They walked under the shade of the trees and heard the birds singing sweetly from the treetops. The air was warm and scented with wildflowers and herbs. It was a wonderful day for a party. Camo continued skipping along, the sun's rays highlighting the golden sparkles on his skin. Very soon, the family heard the sound of happy chatter and laughter. They knew it was coming from the party area ahead. It seemed to be louder than in previous years. Camo looked up at his mum and asked how many animals would be at the party. She replied, It sounds like absolutely everyone from Sleepy Forest is already there right now. Camo's skipping turned into slow steps. Mum, how many animals live in Sleepy Forest? She shrugged. I'm not sure, but there are a lot. Camo walked a little slower, and his rainbow colours faded ever so slightly. His parents noticed immediately and asked what was troubling him. Camo looked at the path and said quietly, 
I'm not sure. I suddenly feel shy. I won't know anyone at the party, and I don't know what to say to them. Do you think my colours are too bright? Should I change them? Will I stand out too much? His dad scooped his son into his arms, tickled him under the chin, and said, Don't even think about changing. You're perfect, just the way you are. Think about those new animals as friends you haven't met yet. When they see you, they'll think, Wow, look at that rainbow chameleon. He looks like a lot of fun. I must talk to him immediately. Camo giggled, and his colours turned bright once more. A few minutes later, the chameleons arrived at the party. Camo saw his friends on the bouncy castle and ran over to them. They cheered loudly when they saw him and told him to jump on. His friend, Coco the koala, grinned at Camo and held his hand out to him. Coco said, You'd better hold my hand, in case you accidentally change into the same colours as the bouncy castle. We don't want to bounce on you by mistake. Camo laughed and held hands with Coco as they bounced happily on the fun castle. Camo and his friends played some more on the castle and then went on the helter-skelter slide that circled a big tree. After that, they went on the swings and took turns pushing each other. Camo had a wonderful time and he glowed brighter and brighter. When it was time for food, he skipped over to the picnic tables and sat down with his friends. The rest of the picnic guests sat down too. Camo continued to glow brightly, and his friends said his rainbow colours looked amazing in the sunlight. Camo nibbled on a cucumber sandwich. As he did so, he looked around at the other animals. Some of them were wearing party clothes, but he couldn't help noticing they weren't as bright as his rainbow skin. Was he too bright? Should he change into one or two colours instead to look like everyone else? He shifted in his seat a bit and looked down at the table. He didn't want to look different anymore. He wanted to look like everyone else. Camo's colours began to fade. Coco noticed the change in his friend and put down the cupcake he was eating. He asked Camo if he wasn't feeling well. Camo mumbled, I'm too bright. I stand out too much. Coco smiled kindly at his friend. I think you look amazing. Camo said quietly, I don't feel amazing. Maybe I should try to look like everyone else instead of being so colourful. He gave Coco a small smile. I don't know what's wrong with me. I've never felt like this before. 
Coco said, There's nothing wrong with you. I think you're feeling a bit mixed up inside your head. I feel like that sometimes. I don't know why it happens, but it just does. And when it happens, I go for a walk through the forest and take my mind off my worries by looking at things. Camo frowned. What sort of things? Oh, you know, the trees and the flowers, the rivers and the hills. I listen to the birds singing and the leaves in the trees rustling. There's something magical about Sleepy Forest, and when I have a long walk through it, I always feel better. Why don't you try it? You don't have to go far, and when you feel better, you could come back to the party. I'll still be here. Camo smiled at his friend. I will try it. Thanks, Coco. I'll let my mum and dad know where I'm going. The little chameleon ran over to his parents and told them he was going for a walk and wouldn't be long. They offered to go with him, but he said he needed a little bit of time on his own. They nodded in understanding. Camo walked away from the party and further into the forest. His colours grew dimmer, and the mixed-up thoughts in his head swirled around and around. He stared at the path as he walked along. He remembered Coco's words and looked more closely at it. The path was made out of soft bark chippings, and each piece was a different size from the one next to it. Camo noticed something. The chippings were different shades of brown. Some were dark, like the fur of his bear friend Napoleon, and some were a paler shade, like the milky hot chocolate his dad made him at night time. Thinking about his friend Napoleon, and then his favourite drink, made Camo smile. His skin turned the same speckled brown as the path. Camo looked at the rose bushes at the side of the path. They were all different shades too. He slowed his steps and looked closer at them. He saw shades of burgundy and ruby, butter yellow and ivory, and a lovely orange colour that looked like the fur of his orangutan friend, Oscar. He gently pushed his nose into the roses and inhaled the soothing scent. His speckled brown skin became dotted with the colours of the roses. Seeing his new skin made him chuckle. Camo carried on walking a soft smile on his face. He looked at the canopy of leaves above him. Even though they were all green, when the sunlight shone through them, it made them turn a lighter shade, almost like magic. He stopped walking 
and tried to count the different shades of green that he could see amongst the leaves. He saw lime green, fern, olive, sage, and a shiny green that looked like apples in the forest orchard. His mum sometimes made pies with those apples. Thinking about those delicious pies made Camo lick his lips. Camo's skin absorbed the beautiful colours of the leaves. He looked at his skin and a wide smile settled on his mint green lips. He felt like he was part of Sleepy Forest. It was a comforting feeling. A colourful bird with long tail feathers flew down to him and landed on a rock. Her feathers were a captivating combination of emerald and bright red. She smiled at Camo and said, Hi there, I love your colours. Thank you, Camo said. I love yours too. Would you mind if I copied them? The bird was confused. You can copy them? How? Are you magic? No, it's just something I can do. Watch. He changed his colours to match the bird's feathers. She was utterly astonished and asked what other colours he could change into. Camo showed her a variety of shades and ended with his favourite rainbow colours. The bird was too amazed to speak, so she gave him a feathery round of applause instead. The bird asked where he was going. Camo's thoughts returned to the picnic party and all the animals there. His colours grew dim. He looked at the ground and tried to explain about the party and how he didn't want to look different to everyone else. He wasn't sure he was making any sense, but when he looked back at the bird, he saw she was nodding in complete understanding. She said, I'm different to a lot of birds, but when you think about it, we're all different anyway. No animal is exactly like another one, because we eat different things and we might laugh at different jokes. Even our voices are different. Camo sighed. <sighs> but I don't want to be different. The bird hopped closer to him. In a softer tone, she said, Can I ask what you thought about me when you first saw me? Camo smiled. I thought you were beautiful. I love your red and green feathers. They make me feel happy inside. I think you're beautiful too, the bird said to Camo. She grinned. And a little bit magical. You must be to change how you look so easily. 
the little chameleon smiled some more. Perhaps he was a little bit magical. It was a lovely thought, and it made him glow. Perhaps he could be different in a small way. That felt good too. Will you go back to the party? The bird asked. Not yet. I want to keep walking for a while longer, Camo replied. It was lovely to meet you. The bird said it was lovely to meet him too and hoped their paths would cross again someday. Camo waved goodbye and went on his way. He was still glowing with happiness. Soon he met a bright-coloured monkey who had a vibrant pink nose, bright blue cheeks, and tufts of green fur behind his ears. Upon meeting each other, the monkey and the chameleon said hello and admired the other one's colours. Just like the little bird, the monkey was amazed to see Camo copy his colours. The monkey chuckled and said, <laughs> We're just like twins. We should climb trees together and jump through the branches. When Camo said he didn't know how to jump through the branches, the monkey kindly offered to carry Camo on his back, and they could jump through the branches together. Camo had an amazing time leaping through the trees with his new friend. His colours glowed so brightly that some of the animals below thought he was a chameleon-shaped star from the night sky. After a while, the monkey returned Camo to the ground. They promised to meet again soon and said goodbye. Camo skipped along the path. His skin was still the same colour as the monkey's. He hadn't got far when he met a cloud of brightly coloured butterflies fluttering through the trees. The friendly butterflies said hello and admired his colours. Camo said he'd copied them from a kind monkey. He asked if he could copy their colours too. The butterflies were confused and asked what he meant by that. Camo proceeded to show them. He looked at the nearest butterfly. She had red wings that were edged in black and white dots. Camo changed his skin so that he matched the butterfly. The other butterflies were amazed and asked Camo to match them too. One by one, Camo changed his skin to look like the other butterflies. He switched from red to bright blue, from blue to emerald green, and from green to a shade of orange that looked like an early morning sunrise. The butterflies were in awe of Camo and his amazing abilities. They asked him to fly with them through the forest. When Camo said he couldn't fly, the butterflies 
gathered around him like a rainbow-colored blanket and gently lifted him. Like a valuable package, they flew the little sunrise-colored chameleon through the forest. The gentle wind flowed over Camo, and he glimmered and shimmered. He'd never flown before, and it was a wonderful experience. After a while, the butterflies returned Camo to the ground. They had been delighted to meet him, and said they would love to meet him again one day. Camo smiled as he watched them fly away. He returned to his walk. His skin was still the color of an orange sunrise. Camo met some brightly colored frogs next. Like all the other animals he'd met on his walk, they were astounded at how easily he could change his skin color. And they loved it when he turned a speckled blue, just like them. The frogs held hands with Camo and took him jumping across the lily pads of a pond. They even helped him swim through the water. Camo had never swum before, and being in the water was a new experience for him. He was so busy having fun that he didn't think about the party once. When it was time to say goodbye to the frogs, Camo promised to come back another time to play in the water again. He walked along the path, still the same colour as a speckled blue frog. He walked up Forget-Me-Not Hill. He stopped at the top and sat down on the soft grass. He could see the whole of Sleepy Forest in the valleys below. He thought about the picnic party and the fun everyone would be having. He wasn't sure if he felt ready to go back yet. Maybe a bit more time on his own would be good. He gazed softly at the green grass around him and the delicate blue forget-me-not flowers. His attention gently went to the tops of the trees ahead of him. He saw them swaying in the wind and heard the soft rustle of the leaves. Camo looked at the blue sky and the fluffy clouds that drifted by. Some of them looked like his friends and made him smile. He took some deep, relaxing breaths. He felt more and more peaceful with every breath he took. Something gold-colored flew towards him. At first, he thought it was a butterfly, but as the animal got closer, he realized she was too big to be a butterfly. She wasn't a bird, either. The golden-furred animal landed next to Camo and said hello to him. 
Camo blinked in surprise and said, Hello. I hope this isn't a rude question, but are you a bat? The animal nodded happily. I am. And yes, I know what you're going to say next. I'm not the same colour as other bats, but I'm still a bat. I've flown all the way over from Bolivia. There are many golden bats there. I wanted to travel the world and have an adventure, so I set off flying, saw this lovely forest, and thought I'd take a closer look. My name is Butterscotch. Camo gave his name and said he'd never met a golden bat before, and he loved the warm, rich colour of her fur. It reminded him of the honey one of his friends had given him a few weeks ago. Butterscotch thanked him for his compliment. She looked at the forest and asked if it would be a good place for her to stay for a while. Before Camo could answer, the little bat sighed and looked at the ground. Her golden fur dimmed a little. She said, I'm a bit worried about looking different from the bats who live here. Do you think I'll be okay? Camo nodded. I was feeling like that earlier. So I went on a long walk through the forest. I met some lovely animals who were all very happy to be different. It's good to be different. And if you think about it, we're all different anyway. Even that little blue forget-me-not flower next to you isn't the same as the blue flower next to me. I think that being different is normal. The animals in this forest are very friendly and I know they would love to meet you. The little golden bat gave him a big smile. She said, I love your speckled blue skin. Camo looked at his skin. He'd forgotten he was still blue. He said, this is a colour I copied from someone else. Let me show you my true colours. Camo thought about all the wonderful things in his life his family and friends, the friends he'd made that day, and the ones he was yet to make. He thought about the beauty of Sleepy Forest and how wonderful it was to walk through it and not think about anything very much at all. Camo's skin turned all the colours of the rainbow and the glimmering gold sparkles which had been there earlier returned and shone more brightly than before. Butterscotch the bat let out a gasp of amazement. Oh, your colours, she said in a voice full of awe. Your colours.
colours are amazing. If you don't mind me saying so, you should never copy anyone else, because you are incredible, just the way you are. Even though Camo didn't think it was possible, he shone even more brightly. An idea came to him. Butterscotch, would you like to come to a picnic party with me? I'll introduce you to everyone. I don't know everyone yet, but I soon will. Butterscotch said she would love to. Camo, the rainbow-coloured chameleon, and Butterscotch, the golden bat from Bolivia, travelled through Sleepy Forest and to the picnic party. Everyone was overjoyed to see Camo and said they were so glad he had returned. Camo introduced Butterscotch, and the animals of Sleepy Forest soon made her feel at home. Some of them said they knew the perfect home where she could stay for as long as she wanted to, even forever, if she fell in love with Sleepy Forest as they had. Coco the koala was sitting at a picnic table. He waved to Camo. Camo joined his friend at the table. Coco pushed a plate towards him. There was a huge slice of cake on it. Coco said he'd saved it for Camo. He asked how his walk through the forest had been. Camo told Coco about his journey and how it had ended on the top of Forget-Me-Not Hill. As he spoke, his rainbow colours got brighter and brighter. A thoughtful look came into Camo's eyes. He said, I'm proud of myself for showing my true colours. I didn't feel like that earlier but I do now. Coco put his arm around his dear friend and said, I'm proud of you too, buddy. And just when Camo thought it wasn't at all possible to be any brighter, his colours glowed and glowed. His shining light lit up the forest and gently flowed over the animals. The animals stopped what they were doing and smiled fondly at the beautiful, rainbow-coloured chameleon. Hi, I'm Matthew. I'm the head of audio at A Kids Co., and I also host a kids' book about the podcast and worth noting. I just wanted to say thanks Thanks for listening to our shows in your classroom or in your bedroom, over breakfast or over dinner, on your drive or on your downtime. No matter what you do between this listen and the next time you tune in, thanks. You're awesome. And it's because of kids like you that we get to make cool stuff like this. See ya. See ya.